5: Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We're streaming live on YouTube. We on Facebook. And we at the Omni, at the start. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, boom. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live Here at Dallas Cowboys Training Camp, at the Omni, at the Star, ramping y'all up for the final week. The final week of Cowboys Training Camp where it is not going to be light. We'll talk about that in a second. We're going to look at this depth chart, see whose stock has been rising, who's been falling after two preseason games and over a month of training camp. And uh, look, later on, we'll have a little bit more to look into. Today won't be a, a whole lot out there, but that does not mean this week means nothing for a lot of these players, and Mike McCarthy talked about that a little bit um, earlier earlier on yesterday, excuse me, when he mentioned the players and the, and the process of what they're going to be doing. So we'll get into the roundup. We'll, we'll talk about a few of the injuries. We'll get some updates there, plus we'll get some updates on what McCarthy expects to do uh, with some of the 53-man roster, the guys who are going to make it. So we got a lot to talk about. Make sure y'all call in today because I don't know how long. This internet's going to last. In fact, where, I don't even know what I did with my phone. But I don't know how long this internet is going to last over here, Cowboys Nation, uh, because it's it's a bit different out here. But it's cool. We got y'all live right now, 351-999-3787 is the call in line. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear from y'all, Bomb Squad. What's good? Bomb! I think I left my my phone in the bathroom. <laughs> so if y'all see me get up one of these, you hear all of this. That's me running to my bathroom to get that man. Uh, what's good? What y'all What y'all talking about here? We got the undercover Cowboys fan, Eastside. Look, Eastside, you are one thing, and that is loyal. That is. Let's Let's drop some Let's drop some fire emojis in the chat for the most loyal non-Cowboys fan on the interwebs. And that is, and when I say fire emojis, I mean trash. That is Eastside Harold, who is a Houston Texans fan, but he's in here every. Thank you, Eastside. Run these numbers up for me, man. In fact, in fact, send all this to your, to a Houston Texans fan. Run these numbers up. Please do. Uh Lee said how's the room? The room is great. Like like the Omni is nice, man. I never I didn't stay here until today, but I've been down in the lobby over, you know, over the years, you know, being here at camp, but this is this is yeah, it's nice. As soon as you walk in, though, you see Charlotte Jones. She got her own little store up in here. Um, yesterday, I'm watching the building. What up, bro? We we had a, a fun night last night, man. Always fun kicking it with my boy. Um, yesterday, when, the first five minutes, I run into Eric Scott Jr. Uh, then right after that, we see, uh, well, I saw, uh, John Stevens Jr. Then, then DeMarvion Overshow. if if watches in the chat, had a quick chat with DeMarvion Overshow. And, <laughs> can't even get- Hold on, before I get to the roundup, seriously, I, I spoke with DeMarvion Overshone yesterday just to kind of just hey, man, we support you, dog. You know, Cowboys Nation was behind you, and um, and we got to talking. And he basically was like, look, man, it's a small setback for a, a, a special story next year. It's going to make for a special year next season. So, you know, and within the conversation that I had with him, the brief one, you can kind of sense that feeling that apparently everybody's talking about with him. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand it. We just saw what he does on the field. We hear what they're reporting. But, I mean, it's like he turned it on in a quick second, and I'm like, whoa, this dude is very captivating. And there's this picture. Um, can y'all hear this background music, by the way? There's this picture that, that is floating around from the game on Saturday where, or might have even been uh, last week, where he, Van Overshone, is in the middle of the huddle and he's leading the team. That's 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 big man. That's major to me for a rookie to be able to do that. Um so so yeah man. Yeah, it was it was it was cool seeing those guys. We'll see some more today. Uh we'll be at practice uh the next 3 days and we'll be reporting to y'all, giving y'all, you know, everything that we see down there. Ban says Agent 0 sounds like a leader. I mean again, I I I'm not I'm not a player, I'm not a coach or anything, but it is immediately I was drawn into Listening to him from a, from an emotional standpoint, it, he just kind of captivated me right away, and I'm like, "Yo, there is there is something to this kid." I have no no worries about him attacking his uh, his rehab right and coming back and being fine. It's unfortunate, it's the ACL. Maybe that could take a little longer, but you know the the silver lining. It happened what August 18th, 19th, whatever it was. It happened early, so he should be back by next year. Uh, hopefully, he can kind of return to. What He was prior, he's young, so he should be able to heal a little bit quicker. But it is an ACL, so just kind of feel like I wanted to let y'all know that. Like this this guy, I think he has it, whatever it is, he has it 100%. All right, let's get into the roundup, and uh, we'll come out of this look again. If you want to call in, please do. Uh, 351 999 3787 is the call in line, and y'all know when we on mobile, we got the throwback roundup. Look at that, Time. It's time. It's
6: time. It's time. Time. It's time. 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 It is time. It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup.
5: Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. I don't got my button on this one. It's a different one. Okay. A little bit of Cowboys news come out of yesterday. Ronald Jones Got this button. Looks unlikely to play this weekend. Uh, McCarthy stated yesterday to the press per Pat Pat Walker. He could be challenged, quote, challenged to play this week, but he will start practice with the rehab group. Um, As you guys can see right here, I have time is running out on Rojo. It it was already going to be an uphill battle, right? It was already going to be an uphill battle for Ronald Jones to make this roster. Then the news broke about the suspension. And we said, hey, Rojo gonna have to be Emmett. Rojo gonna have to be Emmett Smith, and instead, you know, he was Lance Dunbar. He was getting hurt. He got hurt immediately, um, and he has not practiced in full since, and it's looking like he won't practice in full this week or, or play. So nine times out of 10, Ronald Jones will be probably 9.9 times out of 10. He will be cut. And we'll see what happens afterwards. The thing with Rojo is there are a bunch of different Rojos out there, right? So maybe they'll bring him back on the practice squad. Maybe they won't. But with all the cuts that are going to happen, there, there will be younger backs. There will be backs without that type of baggage. There will be healthier backs. I don't – again, this is just me talking. I haven't spoken to anyone. I don't expect him to be back. But I don't know what type of impression he's made with them um, – just by his presence, so we'll see about that. Well, let's go. Well, let's go, y'all. He could play on Saturday. Uh, Coach McCarthy stated, you know, as we saw from Todd Archer, and the reports went back from his shoulder injury. The sub is it the subluxation or whatever that shoulder injury? Uh, same one on the opposite shoulder, though. Same injury, just opposite shoulder. He it wasn't as bad, so it looks like he'll go out there. But I'm sorry, I hate to be a pessimist with this, y'all. Like I'm, I'm not trying to be that guy. But hands in the air if you believe Matt Walesko is going to get through the first five games healthy with the same shoulder injury. I don't believe it, right? I, I don't believe it. Um, so I, I would not be looking at Matt Walesko like everything is okay. If I was, if I was the staff, I would be looking to either. Again, look internally to have a backup plan or go out there and grab someone, whether it be a trade, whether it be uh, when the cuts happen, cut down after this weekend. But I'm not trusting Matt Willesco on that shoulder that we knew apparently, well, not we, but they knew apparently was an issue. This boy, this, 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 this player uh, apparently had odd shoulders on both sides. And they knew this and elected to take him in the fifth anyway and elected to count on him to potentially be your swing tackle. And I, don't, I don't like the plan, but we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll let's go this week. And then finally, Coach McCarthy's final words on who will play and who will not play this Saturday, this is what he had to say about it. Quote, we have two padded practices Two padded late practices that will feature a lot of competition against our defense. So we'll see how we've come out, how we come out of the first before we decide who is going to play against the Raiders. So today's practice next door will be a longer practice in regards to the fans. If the doors will open up about four something, uh, there's there's the fan night that goes down about five fifteen. Jerry will go out to the podium thing. He'll talk. He'll say all his things. He'll sell every. You know. You know how Jerry does. And then they'll practice about six. And according to McCarthy, he says, we have two padded late practices. I'm not going to lie to you. That, that part just kind of uh, caught me in the middle of, of, of reading that. I was under the assumption that they would actually do a light walkthrough today. Uh, just because the game just happened and maybe they'll do the two padded practices later. But now that I hear this where he says two padded late practices, the late practices are today and tomorrow. And then Thursday's the 1.30 practice where they'll probably do just a light walkthrough. So, that's great. We'll get a chance to see the two padded practices. And last year, hoping it you know, things don't happen like what happened last year in regards to Tyron. But we'll get a chance to see some of these guys. I saw Awesome Richard's name in there. Um, we'll get a chance to see the TJ Basses of the world and whatnot. And guys build off of what they've done over the last two games, which we'll have a conversation about in the, in the depth chart stop. But I expect it to be a competitive practice the next two practices. I do. Uh, you got guys who are still trying to make this roster. They are. I, I agree, Jennifer. Uh, if, if, if Jennifer says Broadest believes they're going to make a trade for someone, if you listened to the show yesterday, that, that's kind of my thought as well. Uh, and it could not – it might not be the line. It might be – linebacker too but I think there's going to be a move whether whether it be an actual trade or signing a free agent already out the market or waiting to cut I don't think the Cowboys are going to sit on their hands with this one I don't think so again I I think your roster is just is so stacked from a starting standpoint and in in most instances across this roster you've got depth covered where you don't have it though is the, the position where you don't want to play around with the offensive line so me personally, uh, I'll continue to you know pound the table about this. I'm going out and I'm getting a guy. Whether that be by trade, whether that be by free agency, I, I need to go get a guy to ensure that we're okay. You're not going to be able to probably get two guys. You're not probably going to get a guard and a tackle. But one or the other, because I do think you have in-house solutions to one in the sense of if you want to move Tyler out there, you can. And-, and then maybe you can see one of these young guys, TJ Bass, Awesome Richards, kind of give you that super depth, right? You're talking about break glass in case emergency and that's not a knock on these dudes but you don't want to count on a udfa in the fifth round pick year one that's still developing if you don't have to if you got to then it's time to suit up you know what i mean all right let's we got we got a caller okay we got one caller let's talk to this caller real quick before we get into this depth chart bear with me caller i don't got all my buttons over here so i gotta press a bunch of things uh here we go what's good 480
1: Hey, what's going on, Skywalker? How you feel?
5: Uh, I feel better now. Not gonna lie, I got this coffee in me and talking to y'all. I got a little energy now.
1: Hey Amen. I got me one too. So thank you for all you do. Last time we chatted, about ten days ago, we talked a little bit about the philosophy and transformation of the Dallas Cowboys, especially on offense, um, with the defense already having transformed with DQ coming in and changing things back to where it made sense and for same minds. So, in terms of uh, that, to the springboard off of that, from what I gathered, and I like your in, insight on this, and then I'll, I'll uh, have my two cents on the depth chart situation. The four things that I saw in comparing today's Cowboys with the '90s Cowboys, as well as perhaps even some of the '70s Cowboys. I'm 60, so been been with the boys for. Yeah, you lucky, two you got days. a chance to
5: see it all, man. <laughs>
1: I've been blessed with all of that, Um, you know, 71, 70, uh, 78 Cowboys, all the Super Bowls, every one I've seen. So the four things that I see that the 70 and the 90 Cowboys had, outstanding coaching, number one, skilled players at their craft, uh, number two, speed and quickness in the players. Uh, those 90 boys. Cowboys, the, the thing that Madden always talked about, they're fast. These, these, these boys are fast. And that's what I saw also with uh, current players. And I, I think you're witnessing and, and others are witnessing that as well. Uh, the outstanding coaching is there. Uh, yep. The change out of Allen, I understand that. And I understand the rationale for that. The skilled players, we've got them. We've got an abundance of them on every mm-hmm. level from everything I can see. Some are younger, but some have the, the, the skill and the, the capability. Sad we lost overshone, I get it, uh, we have to move on. And then last but not least is what we have not seen since the 90s is the dogs. We haven't mm. seen those people that have a, a tenacity and vicious demeanor. You know when I saw those last two San Francisco games, man, I wasn't scared. I, I, I believe that, that San Francisco and Philly was not scared of Dallas. Because of that. Hold, hold up. Yeah, you jumped yeah. a bit. Yeah. Okay. I, I just believe that they weren't afraid of the Cowboys because they weren't, no, they weren't bringing that dog tenacity. You know what I'm saying? So I'll let you speak on that. Right,
5: well, well, Philly, we, we dropped 40 on Philly. And, and our backup quarterback almost came back on him after throwing the three interceptions. So, I, I, I hate to use the term scared. You know, I, I've kind of been backing away from that word, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think I think Philly respected this team. Do I think San Fran respected this team? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. You know, I, I don't think I so. You know who else I don't think respected the Cowboys? Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week one. I don't think they did. Oh no doubt. You know, and no but, doubt. Yeah, but I think by by the time they got to uh, you know, the playoff game, the Bucks weren't the same team they were earlier in that sense and we, we were able to to match their energy. But San Fran, I'll I'll entertain that one. I ain't gonna entertain Philly. But but yeah, I think San Francisco knew we are just more physical, we got more dogs, and if we play our game, we can at the very least stay in this with a rookie quarterback. And that's what they did, you know. And I I think after twenty twenty one you saw Mike McCarthy and his staff in the, in the front office say, you know, we, we have to get more physical. And, and they've been doing that based off of the players that they brought in, uh, more physical and more speed as you brought up, and I want to touch on that uh, in a little bit here.
1: Good. The, the thing that I, I see about Philly is that we've never really – okay, Dak 7-1 and one when he goes against Philly. Dak wasn't there. Uh, when Jalen was there, right? That's the piece that I want to see, and I can't wait for game number one against Philly. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to see. That's when everybody puts all their their checkers on the the table. Sure.
5: I mean, Dak doesn't play against Jalen. You know, it's not quarterback versus quarterback. He doesn't. He plays against the defense. Yeah, he beat the number one at that time, right? Number one, you know, he not just beat it, he he whooped on it at that time, and they really weren't missing a ton of players. Like, they want to act like they were. But that's neither here nor there. I don't want to get caught up in a little rivalry talk right now. But, yeah, I want to see, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, I want to see the rematch. Honestly, it ain't about Dak and Jalen. I think that's what, that's the Twitter talk. It, we got to remember, it's the defense against Jalen. And if you remember that game in Philly, the defense struggled to make the stop that they needed to make at the end. They struggled uh, to deal with the misdirection at the beginning of the game that got Philly out to the lead. Um, obviously, the interceptions put them in great field position. It wasn't like the defense was horrible. But there were things that that the defense they couldn't get. They 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 couldn't stop that misdirection. And then when, it was time, when it was time to run, they couldn't stop the run. So, I'm more interested in seeing the defense against Jalen Part Two and this new revamped you know Eagles offense, not the 2021 version, the 2022, 2023 version, and see if they because if the Cowboys mm-hmm. can you know make it difficult for them on that side of the ball, I truly believe we match up with them on defense better in my opinion than than vice versa i think our defense matches up better with them on, on offense but they outschemed us they out-schemed us in that game and they did enough to get by our offense there there's not many defenses bro and niners were maybe the only one where i was going to that game like whew, okay you know they they got one of them ones over there right. and uh, with all due respect to right. the philadelphia eagles defense it's a good one but Again, like you said, eight and three. It feels like every year we put up big numbers on them. We beat them. It, it just. I'm just not in your term. I'm not scared of that defense. So, but I'm I'm looking at our defense against their offense.
1: I hear what you're saying, and I agree with you from your perspective. Um, we'll bounce off of that one because I know there's going to be a lot more callers. The only thing I want to add to this, and I'll let you go, is the depth chart thing. I agree with you and uh, the previous uh, texter comment, uh, one, one offensive line. We need an additional offensive line yeah. play. I don't think we have that person on, on the books right now. I don't see them, I don't, uh, and I also, with Overshawn out, I think we need another linebacker. I, I went through the linebackers that are on, you know, Isaiah, what's his name, Isaiah Land, Tell me what you think about him because I haven't heard boo from him if he's a, a nothing or a potential. So I'll I'll leave you with that, and uh, God bless and thank you for all you do.
5: Appreciate the call, man. Hey, Isaiah Lands, he he got that juice, dog. We're we going to talk about it. In fact, I'm going to talk about it with my brother who's, what, four floors above me right now, the one, the only, Mr. Vach Lombardi Live. What's good, bro? Man, you know what? We're still just
4: being out here. Tenth floor, scenic views. I can the, see the practice. The view field of his the
5: view of his in his room I'm jealous of, y'all.
4: You know what I'm saying I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just looking out the window. I see people jogging and shit. You know what I mean? It's it's just a little nice out here. I'm just watching this cowboy highlight package on the big screen over there. I can actually see the the Cowboys practice field behind the Ford Center. I'm just so high up in the air. Let me tell you something, Will Steele. Me and you was just walking around, minding our business, just minding our business yesterday. Uh, per Vach Lombardi and Will <laughs> Steele, Gilmore is Stephon Gilmore is getting acclimated to life in Frisco. He's getting He's he's He is, uh, he is adapting <laughs> to life as a cowboy. He and his family are finding plenty of fun things to do out here in Frisco oh, per watching Party of the volume and per Will Steele of A&D Sports. Hey, man, it's fantastic out here, man. I can't wait to see everybody. I know people are going to be coming to Frisco camp. They're going to be looking for watching and Will. And, hey, we can't wait to chop it up with y'all because this show would be nothing without y'all, you yeah. feel me? So we can't wait to run into y'all later, you feel me?
5: Yeah, that, that's going to be fun, man. Uh, y'all get a chance to see how – how goofy we are, man. Yesterday was just a whole vibe, bro. But uh, yeah, shout out to Gilly. Shout out to Gilly. We, we ran so- into Gilly out there.
4: <laughs> but yeah, but but look, Pete. Just to you know, just to just to get back on the show, we yeah. had this conversation yesterday. You know, um, this isn't some kind of roster to where there's just some easy cuts. Like it's yeah. a handful of cuts at corner that's going to be easy, and it's like two easy cuts at like wide receiver, or whatever. Right? Like clear. Hey, you're either not good or you're clearly practice squad guy, and nobody wants you. Right? Jalen Moreno Cropper may be a practice squad guy that you know they're not going to take from you. But besides that, though. Oh, buddy, we we are in a pickle. We are in a pickle. Besides the hurt guys that, you know, you're just you know, kind of going to carry until next year, shots out to the old Sean and John Stevens and those guys like that, you really got to make some rough cuts, man. And your last caller was talking about wheat. I mean, um, uh, Land, pardon me, uh, wheat probably cut. But Isaiah Land, right? Land, it, it, there's no way he's just gonna be sitting around and just nobody's gonna take him. They got film just like we got film. And look, look, if 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 is watching film and I say, boy, Isaiah Land show is bendy. boy Isaiah Land show is lengthy. boy Isaiah Land's show is, boy, show is everybody they put on a... The highest, what is it, highest pass rush uh pass rush pressure rate amongst rookies or something like that in preseason, there's no way that the other teams don't know neither. So now you put yourself in a weird situation. I don't think he takes Dante Fowler's job, because Dante Fowler is the guy that's gonna help you right now. But like I said to you yesterday, Will still we can fight over this. Villiami Fajoko, hey, he did some flashing. But he wasn't flashing loud like like Land was. You know what I mean? So that's just a conversation we gonna have. And somebody will be like, Well, but Vaj, you know, can you really make an undrafted dude take the job of a fourth round pick guy? That's the point of competition. You bring these dudes in, you see who has loud camps. And so far Isaiah Land is having a loud camp and preseason.
5: He having a loud preseason. Let me pull up this uh let me pull up this, this depth chart real quick. Here we go. Boom, boom. And turn off this music. Um. So, Isaiah Land, and you brought up Fayoko, who definitely did flash. Those were good flashes we saw on on Saturday. I think the conversation mm-hmm. w- was the Neville situation. Uh, yeah. So, so, now do you say, because I'm looking I'm looking at this depth chart. I got it in front of me, Vach. You're talking about, we're, let's just talk about defense. You're talking about D-Law, Ooh. Sam Williams, yeah. D.A., Doris Humphrey, Dante Fowler, yeah. Viliami Fayoko, Isaiah Land. You, that's a whole lot. <laughs> Can I just cut you off
4: and ask you a question, be yeah. Messy? Why did you say Sam's name before you said Dorrance's name? Hmm. Why
5: did
0: you say See, that, Will I
5: absolutely love Mess because I'm literally reading that. I'm, yeah. read, I'm re- It says D D. Law, Sam Williams, the first two at the top, right? And then you go down. It says Dorrance and Dante. So, that's, oh boy, that's what. <laughs> oh. Mess, oh boy, yo. what that means? What that means? I know what you're getting at because what we what we were talking about, what we heard. Let me just say that yesterday and and I yeah. I, I kind of want to be messy too but I want to wait a little bit I, I wanna wait to see Yeah, you know, like... we we got time. We got time.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if we like if we if we roll into the Giants game and you know, Doran's been sitting out the whole preseason and he looks like he's bubble wrapping on the first season Sam is out there. Oh, we're gonna have questions there. Oh, we're gonna have questions there. Man,
5: let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. You talk about
4: We need offensive line, Will. We need <laughs> offensive line and Doran Armstrong ain't happy. Doran Armstrong wants <sighs> more money. We're not gonna pay him. Sam Williams is coming. Sam Williams had look, and it's funny. Maybe just the news is in the air. But Sam Williams went absolutely crazy in preseason uh, uh, last weekend, yeah. or whatever. I don't think it's a coincidence. No. It cannot be a coincidence. I,
5: look, look. look here's here's the thing. Look, I get that Da is technically your your, your quote unquote starter, right? But like he was your starter, really? so so you'll say, well, he doesn't need to be out there, Sky. That's why he's not out there. Well, I will say this: Osa was out there. You know, I know a whole lot of starters weren't out there. Dorrance Armstrong, in my opinion, again, we, we both want Sam to kind of be that guy, anyway, right? So, yeah. so in my opinion, yeah. I, I thought that he might need to be out there to make sure that he still is "quote unquote" better than Sam Williams or has more, f- you know, favor in that in that staff room for Sam Williams. But if you're sitting on the sideline, you're not playing any preseason game, you're kind of in bubble wrap, kind of isolated, you you know, you ain't happy with. Your whole contract situation, that smells very, very, very iffy to me, bro. Sounds like something may happen, is all I'm saying. And, like you said, office alignment. we need offensive linemen. We need offensive linemen. We need
4: offensive linemen. Hey man, you know it, it's gonna be some interesting developments. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you if you have abundance and you lack elsewhere, you know, you know, it just it just makes a little bit of sense. Like, hey, team, what an offensive lineman you not using Josh Jones? We've been hearing. Hey, uh, you know, let's let's figure something out. Let's make some packages or whatever. Let's, let's 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 see if we can do something to make something work.
5: Let's make something clear. For me, Vatch, I can't yeah. speak for you. For me, I am not of the belief to trade quality depth. For future draft picks, like a fifth round pick or some crap, because you ain't—I don't think you're getting some high round pick for a Dwayne Armstrong, right? So I'm not going to fake the funk here, right? I'm, I, well, if you say if I get a fifth rounder for DA, I don't want it. I just keep me keep DA. Let's roll. But if you tell me I can get me a quality quality offensive lineman, that changes the conversation. The that changes the conversation. That's the key.
4: Yep, that's the key because offensive linemen do not grow on trees, sir. Yep. I make it abundantly clear every single time I say that. And and will, let's just keep it a bug, man. So who who ever said Doris Armstrong is good enough to not play in preseason? Let's just that's, be let's just be real here. Something something's going on, will still. And, yeah. and we're gonna get to you know what? I'm going to go and and <laughs> hit up my good friend Stefan Gilmore, and we're gonna reach out to uh, overshone that we're good friends with right now. We'll have we're have gonna a quick, have a conversation. My quick little
5: chat with Demo again. Yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, I see Tony Pollard. Let me go holler at him Will Steel. Go ahead and go ahead and handle your business. I'm gonna go ask Tony Pollard what he what he <laughs> thinks about this damn Doris Armstrong thing. But but offensive line, Will still if it if anything makes sense, if there's any place where we need room on this yeah. on this team to make one final push, it gotta be offensive line. And if Doris think that, you know, <laughs> hey, pay me a highlight, you, then you know Stephen Jones will, will definitely hit you with a good highlight. So, hey man, we're gonna be uh, live later. I don't really know what time. Y'all tap in with our social medias and we'll and we'll let y'all know. But uh, we're gonna be covering practice. We might go live prior to practice, so just yeah. look out for that. All yeah. right, all be-
5: right, bro. Talk to you in a bit. Box Lombardi, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we man, y'all don't even know. This thing about to go crazy. This season about to go crazy, With man. Um. Let's let's keep this conversation going, right? So what I say here, D Law, Sam, that's one, two. DA three, Dante four, Vili, I mean Fioca, five, Isaiah Lamb makes six, and then we count Micah, right? Like Micah kind of factors into this as seven. Somebody, they not, they're not gonna carry seven, right? Somebody either is getting ouch tap somebody might be getting traded. Or at least they're trying to. And, and I, yes, we a little messy here with Dorrance Armstrong situation, but I, I do think there's something to it. I think there's something to it. Um Yesterday on the show, if you guys remember, we talked about Isaiah Land, and I think somebody in the chat said, can Isaiah Land make the team over Fowler? I am not pushing Fowler off of this roster. Not this year. If you had to put a gun in my head and say, pick one between Doris and Dante, I'm picking Dante. Well, Sky, Doris had eight sacks last year. Dante had six. <laughs> and he did it in half the snaps. Well, Dante Fowler has one year left on his deal. So does D.A. So, I'm not doing it, man. Uh, But I do think Land could be maybe the replacement of Fowler in the future, just not right at this second. So, and and do I think Land gets snuck onto this uh, practice squad? I don't. This is what we were talking about with me and Vaj. And I know we say this every year. I can't remember who my last year guy was that might not make the, you know, through the cuts or whatever. I, I might even have been hesitant to even say that because I'm learning that we say this every year. Somebody makes it through. But, oh, my bad. I got this music up. My badge off. That audio was messed up. But Isaiah Land is a pass rusher, number one. A productive one in the preseason, number two. So the teams, like you said, Vosh has that tape. Different story. Totally different story if you're talking about, say, a running back position. Like Malik Davis was the kind of, oh my God, you can't cut Malik Davis last year, right? But it's like, well, hey, dog, there's a bunch of running backs that can do what Malik Davis was doing. I don't know there's a whole bunch of Isaiah lands that are going to be out there in the market when, when cut down time comes with the upside or whatnot. So if I got to make a sacrifice on this team, I, f- I figured it'd come from a different position. Maybe you go light here, go light there and boom, now I got land on this team. But when you go and look at this depth chart, I I don't know that they carry seven. Maybe they carry seven and, and then you got, you know, inactives, but that's 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 pretty deep. And then when you think about you know Hank, Osa, Mozzie, Chauncey, Quentin, and Neville, I mean you're gonna carry at least four, maybe five. That's a lot. It's a lot going on there. So let's let's keep going though, with this depth chart roster. So uh, Jonathan Hankins, Osa, Mozzie, that's a no-brainer. These guys will be on the roster. Me personally, Chauncey Ghostin being a guy that could do a bunch of things, whether it be you know three tech. Outside at DE, further out five tech, you know, like he can do a lot of things. I'm keeping Chauncey on this roster, but Neville, Quentin, I think Quentin has had a good camp, y'all. Bohanna, I think Bohanna has had a good camp, a good preseason. He he continues to to improve. To me, just what I'm saying, I'm not ready to let him go. I'm not ready to let him go, and and I'm valuing the interior depth because these big boys aren't going to play 35, 40 snaps a game. You're going to want to rotate these guys in and out, and you want to make sure that they are, are ready to go when they're in there. So you carry 3-1 Texas. Some might say that's just a bit much, but I'm, I'm just not ready for, for it to go. So I think Boas had a fantastic preseason in camp, in my opinion. Um, you go down to the backers, and this is where it sucks for Demo. All right, DeMarvion Overshone goes out. He was going to be a vital role in your backup guys. And this is the other position. You know, we talk about offensive line. You got Leighton Vanderrush. You got Demone Clark. You're back to being concerned about the depth. You you want to see if Jabril Cox can take that next step. But how much confidence Jabril Cox and Devin Harper, Malik Jefferson, it doesn't matter who it is. How much confidence are you really going to gain, Cowboys Nation, from the third preseason game? So you're either going to be going into – Week one with just kind of just we hope you know that if we have to count on the backups behind Demon Clark and LV we hope that they're they're good to go but there's really no way you can possibly be sure can't be sure because you know demo was was trending to making you believe that we're gonna be alright so that's a position I'm also looking at as well cornerbacks. Dig Stephon Gilmore, your top two. Here's here's the interesting part. Here's the interesting part. So Eric Scott, first, what, week of camp? I mean, first couple weeks of camp was your kind of darling of the day, flavor of the month, Eric Scott. Then preseason happens. Nation Wright gets hurt. Eric Scott's not really looking like what he looked like at camp. Let you know who is out there stacking days. Kelvin Joseph. Mm -hmm. We talked about Kelvin Joseph yesterday, and you can make the argument based off of play, right? Remove the emotions for a quick second. Remove the emotions. Based off the play, Kelvin Joseph has earned a roster spot. Don't throw no tomatoes at me. Y'all better not do it. We talk about this a lot. When new data is presented, if you, you have to be able to follow that data and, and and take it in, and if it makes sense, relay that information. And when you relay the information that Kelvin Joseph in preseason, Sky in this preseason 39 quarterback ratings, only giving up like a couple catches, You know, no touchdowns. He's not getting burnt. He's earning it. And that's all you want. (laughs) You want these dudes to earn their spot, especially the guys that needed to, right? Not the guys like Eric Scott was always going to make this roster. It just was going to happen. He he can go out there and have a terrible game. It does not matter. He's a fifth round pick that like his traits. He's going to make this roster. Three weeks ago, Kelvin Joseph was behind, in my opinion, Eric Scott. Get into preseason, playing in these games. Kelvin Joseph has jumped Eric Scott. So now I guess you can say, well, what's, what's the conversation now? Is it do you get rid of C.J. Goodwin? Do you, you know, we can't carry 7, 8, whatever it is. Cornerbacks, you might not have to do nothing. You might be able to do pull an ouch move. Hear me out. Nayshawn Wright. I.R. Right? So there goes your one right there. Kelvin Joseph can slide right into that spot. you got Stefan Gilmore, Chayvon Days, Ron Blaine. That's three. Uh, Kelvin Joseph makes four. Eric Scott makes five. And I'm very interested, keeping my eye on number two, Jordan Lewis, this week. Not for any trade reasons, but for actual being on the roster reasons. Because with the uncertainty, can we call it that with Eric Scott? Can we call it uncertainty that we, we, we haven't seen it carry over? With the uncertainty with, with Eric Scott, nation's out, but he, he's not playing the slot. While you like the development of what you're seeing in preseason from Kelvin Joseph, I'm still not just going to throw him out there. I, I, he's a depth guy. Do you make the call to Jay and say, if you're feeling good, we need you to start the season? Or do you say, we'll put him on pup and we'll give it four games and we'll just roll with our top three? With Kelvin Joseph and Eric Scott being the depth, that I think that is a conversation they'll be having in those meeting rooms. Do do are we ready to bring J. Lou back out here, or do we keep Jordan Lewis on pup list and use those four games for evaluation? Or just I hate to be trying to evaluate the first four actual regular season games, but well, Scott, what do you want to do? I'd like to bring him back. I'd like for Jordan Lewis to be a part of this team now right like going into week one and whatnot Uh, if it's not this week next week so if it comes out that Jordan Lewis is good to go let's not play no games if he's still not quite ready then obviously you put him on pup you don't think twice about it but I believe in I believe in my title here it says you know the stock you know affecting the stock based off of depth and play I'm sorry based off of injuries and play the play part is, is the Kelvin Joseph, Eric Scott. You know, that, that's the play part. Kelvin has outplayed him and he's playing his way on this roster. Let's talk to my guy, 100 Grand. What's good, brother?
0: Come on, come on Sky. Uh oh. Ain't liking come that Kelvin on, Joseph tape? Man, no. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Listen, I'm not liking it. We always say preseason and preseason champions. I want to see it in the light. Sure. I want to see it. I, I want to see it against the Giants. Now, if we come out against the Giants and he have a performance like he's been doing, okay, we got <laughs> something here. this Guy KJ.
5: So, look. But that's, that's – so, Honey Grant, how are we gonna tell though if he doesn't make the team, right? If if this if this progression is real.
0: Unfortunately, he's gonna to have to make this team, but I, I, I mm. look, I, look, I feel
5: like, you, bro. Says, it is a scary like, proposition to think that if we gotta count on him, like we had to start, last though. year. Yeah, he can't start though. No, 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 uh, Kelvin I Joseph. Think I put him out. Yeah, no, bro, no. So, what? so when I say Kelvin Joseph earning a roster roster spot, this is more cornerback, like four or five things at, at this moment because Jay oh, Lewis, okay. Jay Lewis is, is not here. Um, so you're talking about your top three being Bland, Diggs, Stefan Gilmore, Eric Scott's going to make this team, but think about this, bro. Your 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 most reliable depth. When I say most reliable, let me say this: your most experienced depth guy behind those three. Is Kelvin Joseph? That's that's kind of crazy. Think about it. It is,
0: it is, it is, it is. It's crazy and sad. You know, if if like, Jay Lou
5: doesn't play, that's that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If
0: Jay Lou don't play, then yeah. yeah, he is. You're absolutely right. His experience ain't good experience. And it ain't though. good experience. Like, he right. <laughs> Ain't good experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, you know, he's been bad it's that. That's why I'm nervous here. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's why. You know, I, I'm I'm a I'm I'm of the belief that. You know, let's say we beat the Giants by thirty. All right, Kevin Joseph, show what you got. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's see what you got. It's a violation time for you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 where I'm at with it.
5: And that might not even. Know. But that if we if, if we uh, I know it's an exaggeration, but what are you really going to gain from that? Right? Like it's unfortunate that we're probably not going to be able to tell unless there's an injury. You know? No you don't oh, really want yeah, that but
0: unfortunately yeah all we got though but 100 Grand is,
5: is what he's done in the in the, in the preseason and you, I don't think we can ignore it when you're talking about against
0: twos and threes though
5: These ain't just one this is true some starters too though but 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 here's the thing and I don't know if you peeped the show yesterday Kelvin Joseph's first two years right he he gave up a quarterback mm-hmm. rating of 118, 113 this year 39 mm-hmm. this is in preseason it's in preseason. So right. there is some progression even in preseason.
0: I, and there is. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying that it's not. I'm not sitting here saying that he he's not improving. He is. But we all know when them lights come on, are you going to be <laughs> that same guy, or are you going to fold like the white chair? What are you going to do? Like that that, that that's that's Look, that's the thing that I'm nervous. No
5: about. no lies told, bro. We have no idea what he's going to do with those lights turns on. Um, but that, that all I can all I can relate to you and, no. and analyze is what we have to date and that's two back to back solid preseason games that you know he's putting out there. And and look, we should want to see him progress, right? Because guarantee you, bro, if he was looking like trash,
0: this conversation would be totally different. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. We wouldn't even be talking about him. Right. He would be off the team. On the next <laughs> <time>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he would be off the team, so uh, so, you know, it, like you say, it's a wait-and-see thing. It's a wait-and-see thing. And um, I know you were talking about the, the the quarterback sneaks with Jalen Hurts and all of that. It's going to be hard for them to do that now that we got a middle. Because now yeah. that we got a middle, D-Law and Parsons don't got to – you just got to maintain your lanes and make sure that he don't get outside because the middle is good. You don't need to worry about that. That's something you can just edge out your mind. So it's going to be hard for that read option to work the way that it worked. And, and that combined with the little rule that they put in there, it, 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 it's it's going to be tough to do that read option. It's, it's definitely going to be different. It's definitely going to be different. Jalen Hurts is definitely going to have to sit back and throw that ball. And, um, he did. Look, I don't believe look what he they did not do practice. great.
5: Uh, just sitting back. <clears throat> excuse me, throwing a rock on Dallas last year. People, p- people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Eagle fans like to eliminate that game. You, you know why? Because their offense wasn't great. It wasn't. They oh, yeah, they, yeah, they like yeah. to show that the one man. play where Micah got kind of turned around on the on the re- RPO or whatever. I mean that happens to everybody. Uh, but but what they don't want to tell you is that their offense really wasn't getting busy like that. It was Cooper Rush knowing two picks and setting them up on our side of the field. And, yeah, they had a couple razzle-dazzle plays that that caught the Cowboys with these little trickery shit. But when it came to just flat out dominating like they did some other teams, that wasn't the case. And they did not see in either of those games, they did not see Jonathan Hankins. Not in the first game? Nope. Not in the second game?
0: Nope. So. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's why they was able to do what they was able to do. Because they didn't see him. And then now we got Big Mozzie. And now we got these corners and I and like I said, like you just said. Um, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts' sizes. I don't believe in what they saying in and in, in they training camp how Jalen Hurts is connecting with, with, with AJ Brown and, and, and the other I mean, boy yeah, and it's it was, unstoppable. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't mean, I don't they, believe what they saying. They gonna have they, <laughs> they
5: connection, you know what I'm saying? They gonna have a little whatever, right? Like that's <laughs> look, man. I mean it's a it's a it's a good it's a yeah. good offense, it's a good Quarterback duo. We're oh, yeah. not, I'm not diminishing that or whatever, but I'm just no, saying, no, no. like they oh. they did not do that great against the Cowboys' defense, in my opinion. Like they they got busy in the red zone, sure, you know when when when, they, it, yeah. when, when it happened. But from from a from an overall standpoint, our defense did not like fold against them until that we, last drive.
0: We beat we beat ourselves. They didn't beat us, like because of the picks, we shot ourselves in the foot. That's why they beat us. You know, and <laughs> that's how. That's what I believe. We shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. But you know, it's on. But we play the Giants first. And uh, and and sidebar, you and for making me jealous, man. Y'all making me jealous. Well, I, I d- wish I could have been there,
2: dog.
0: What, what da- I wish I could be there, dog. Down here, I can't. You know? <laughs> come on,
7: yeah Come
5: on down,
7: brother. Come, come on down, man. Hey, by the time I get, hey. Hey, you know how
0: much the plane ticket could be right now? Come on, dog. It. Save, save it for the season. Save it for the season. Save it for the season. Exactly. Man. That's what I want to save it for the season. For sure. All right, guys. Alright, All bro. Appreciate boy. you, dog. It's hundred grand, man. Right.
5: Yeah, let me let me not, you know, I I don't want to mistake in this thing This this is just, again, evaluation. Keep on doing this just evaluating what what is happening in front of us. Same thing with the Josh Ball, right? I'm not getting over crazy about no damn Josh Ball because he had a he had a good game. It was a good game. We're going to talk about him having a good game. It's no different than what we do here on this show week to week. If somebody has a good game talk about it, if they have a bad game talk about it. And we analyze and then we put all that together. Um, KJ has had two good games. Uh, Eric Scott has had his rookie struggles in the preseason, but he's also shown shown some flashes as well, am I overly confident in either of those dudes having to step up if they need to? That is where I'll be like, I have to wait and see. I put a pen in that and say, let's let's get them out there, get these kinks out the way, get these you know early season struggles or whatever out the way, and then and see how you respond because that was what I wanted to see from Deron Bland. And Deron Bland looked better than both of them last year at this point in time. And the one thing I wanted to see was you know well, what happens when he gets beat. You know, what, what happens when he gives up a touchdown or gives up a big completion or makes a mistake? Can he bounce back? And uh, he did that. He did that in preseason, did that in camp, and then he, he did it in the Washington game. The Washington game wasn't the cleanest game, but then he came up with the clutch interception, and f- from there it was just up for Deron Bland. Um, so we, we just probably won't know about Scott and about Kelvin until they get thrown in that fire. You just hope you don't really have to see it because that means there's an injury or bad play. Alright, let me lock this up. Yeah, I'ma lock this up. I'ma lock this up. I did see a super chat, B Bird. Let me <laughs> B Bird dropped one and said, You in the doghouse dog? I see you.
3: <laughs> super chat.
5: I see you over here at the at the hotel. Nah, so we down here at camp, good brother. We are at the Omni at the star, right next door. Uh I can look out and see the opposite side. Voss can look out and see the actual practice field. I'm on one side, he on the other side. And uh, we just waiting for practice, man. We're going to give you all some good practice notes or whatnot. We'll probably have a show prior to that, you know, talk to you all about what we're looking for. But while, I, while I'm on the Super Chats, I might as well read them. Grant Rainwater. Super Chat. He dropped one said, Pick up Deion Jones and Jason Peters for depth. Uh, Deion Jones is on, what, they all, the Panthers? So he's not available. Jason Peters is, is likely a no. Uh, I get it, though. I'm looking for O-line help. But that feels like a no. And this was prior to the injuries, and Broad, Broadus has talked about this a lot publicly, but it, it, it's looking like they are not – they weren't really interested in that situation with Peters, uh, but maybe things change. Maybe things change. Black Lion, appreciate you. Super Chat. He dropped five and said, I live in Philly. Oof, you are uh, in, the, in, in the in the mouth of the lion right now. I live in Philly and have to control myself from fighting at Eagles-Cowboys games. Their fans are idiotic. I'm not scared of their squad. I must know. So – A lot of people always ask me black line yo yo you going to the eagles game because i live right outside of philly no anybody has watched a game with me can't happen i can't do it there you know what i'm saying and next thing you know breaking news i don't got my button tmz skywalker still swooped out of philadelphia eagles game for talking ish right because this i can't do it bro so now i could never go to to that game um because the the way I fan, I would either have to something will happen because how I fan when I'm watching the games, or I'd have to not fan that way, and I can't be fake. Uh, so, oh man, Philly, Philly's too wild. Y'all, they 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 had a jail cell in their stadium, man. A jail cell. Mm-mm. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, and then Jay Lombardi. Super chat. He dropped one and said, apologies for what me and L- come. On. Hey, come on, Jay. I'm not reading that nonsense. Appreciate the donation, though. Super chat. <laughs> John dropped five and said, uh, moves need to be made by the front office. ASAP. Uh, O-line and linebacker should be priority. If y'all want to read Jay Lombardi, y'all scroll up and read Jay Lombardi. Yeah, I'm not talking about no damn Lizzo. Uh and then Chris dropped one. Super chat. Chris said, can't wait to, to beat the ish out of the Eagles. He says swoosh transition. <laughs> Fehoko looked good. Two whistles. <laughs> Given the real. So Fehoko looked good, you're talking about You talking about Junior. Yeah, Junior has some flashes, man. Junior has some flashes. Uh is it enough flashes to be like, hey, you on a roster, or is it enough flashes to say, Hey Junior said ouch, coach? IR, you know what I'm saying? Is enough of that possibly. All right, let's get back to talking to y'all, man. We got 832 on the horn. Give me a second to get you unmuted. What is good, 832? Let's turn down the radio a little bit. Uh-oh. Hello? Yes, sir. Can, can Hello? You, can you hear me, sir? Yes, sir. Make sure my audio good on here too. Man. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. What's up? So you mind?
2: Okay, yes, sir. I want to hit you on two items, man. Uh, first, first one of them is gonna be Mozzie. All right. One is gonna be Mozzie, and the other one is gonna be Dak.
5: <clears throat> All right, let's go.
2: Okay, on Mozzie, I think people need to back up off him. He's a rookie, man. And if you look at the way teams have been playing him, they have mostly been starters from the other team. And uh, and for me, I see people judging him for what they expected him to do, not for what he's supposed to do, mm. right? And we all know as a defensive tackle, you are there to hold the offensive line blockers. You are not there particularly to go to rush the quarterback. That is not your function. If you do it, great. If you don't do it, hey, you're doing your job. Now, people went back and judged him for that one play last week where the gentleman or the running back got, I believe it was like 25, 29 yards. Yeah, but if you time. go back and you look at that play closely, 41 was right there to fill that hole. He had done his job. He held two people right there. Even though he got pushed what? to the side, he held two people. Okay, so 41 was supposed to fill that hole, and so, he didn't. Me, Man, me, there me, have been oversh- okay, go for it. Go yeah, let, for me, it. let me bring
5: that. So, look, look, I, I halfway get and agree with some of what you're saying, right? Like, where the, the Mozzie stuff on, on the internet is a bit wild. However, it is fair to say it, it wasn't his best outing in that game, right? Like, that was not a I good agree. game for Mozzie. That play in particular, that was not a good play. It was not a good play. It was not double. The center reached him and turned him. You, you, can't, you cannot get reached and turned at that position, that point in time. I get that if a still shot that you'll see, there's, this, there's a lane for uh, Bell to, to crash down, but there's also a guard getting to the second level to do that. Mozzie had to, in fact, there's a play, and shout out to Brandon Thorne, a very respected uh, trench guy. There was a play, same exact play, with Digizuwa in that same exact spot, 2 I where he actually does his job he does not let the center reach him and turn him and he affects the running back making him kind of stretch it out a little bit further and he got a minimal gain this the the get off right the 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 hand the technique things that he's still learning that caused Mozzie to have a slow reaction that caused Mozzie to not be able to really honestly do his job in that particular play so look it it was not the best day for him. I think that's fair to say, right? But he also is not a – look, what he was on Saturday is not who he is. He is still developing and learning, and I think he'll have – I think he'll be productive for the Cowboys this year. But I do want to point out yes. that specific play, he, he could have done his job better, and that's just that's just facts, bro.
2: Yes, sir, I get you. But I have a question. Do you think if that had been overshine, do you think that uh, he would have filled that hole better than what Bell did?
5: possibly possibly i mean you know it felt like bell was kind of the over overhang guy right there i don't i got i can't remember specifically if there were already two linebackers you know there i don't know if bell was playing the overshone the overshone position or if he was just the overhang he was just the the big nickel or coming down in the box so i i can't specifically tell you without going back and watching the, the play um, yeah. but look man it it is what it is the play could have been executed yeah. better by everybody up front
2: Yes, sir, I totally agree. And uh, my last one I want to hit you with is on Dyke, man. Uh, I'm sick and tired of this hearing every day on these so-called ESPN, Fox Sports 1, so-called analysts talking about Dyke and these interceptions, man. It, it's just, it just, I just don't understand how when you can throw the ball, hit people in the hands, and the ball bounce off, or people run the wrong route. And we all know Dallas was a common system last year. Everybody know that. And you're supposed to be in a certain point, and he's expecting for you to be there. And instead of you running that route, you run it five yards deeper than what it's supposed to be, and he's got people coming to his face, and he playing the ball where you expect it to be, and you're not there. Oh, it's on the back It's an interception. I get it. Dak stood up and took it up the butt last year saying, okay, it's my fault. i got to do better. i got to do this. But yet and still, right, those was not his interceptions, right? And I'm sorry, but, hey, I I just don't know why people don't see that. And if you take those interceptions away last year, I think it was like four or five of them that he threw where people were supposed to be or it was a pit ball if you take those away, man, he's way less than what some wow. of these other quarterbacks were. And, and it just it, it makes me so upset with that, man. And I get it. Hey, it's always the quarterback. I get it. But those was not his interceptions, right? And people need to look at that and say, why wasn't this guy where he was supposed to be at? And they got a pass. I just don't get it. What you got on that one?
5: You you know that blue thing that's on the helmet in the shape of a star, bro.
2: The star, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>
5: they, it, it, look, know, no matter who's I in know. that position, bro, they they are going to terrorize <laughs> that quarterback, brother, until they yeah, win the Super know, Bowl, man. man. Yeah. Because you know you you know Herbert ain't mm. getting that energy, uh, uh, you know Josh Allen ain't getting that energy. Uh, who's, no, you, you no, know, no. J- Lamar Lamar Jackson ain't getting that energy. It's it's all about the star, brother. So you know. I've I've learned to accept that, and honestly, it, it, it's not even them that get me. It's it's our fans that should know better that get me, and and that's yeah, where I start pushing yeah. back. But the the national media, you know, that's whatever, man. They can hey, you know, they Will, can take I it up forgot. their butt, man. You know.
2: Hey Will, I forgot one more, man. One so, more. <laughs> hey, get this. I was looking at ESP, I believe it was ESPN or Fox Sports One or something like that. Patrick Mahomes not- running out of bounds. He jumped in the air. He threw a ball back across his body. And the guy that was on national TV said that was a great pass. And if that had been anyone else, especially that, oh, he needs to go. He cannot do that. He did this. He did that. But yet and still, when it's Patrick Mahomes, oh, it's a great this. It's a yeah, great that. Yeah. And they on this, on this boy from Philly, oh. Uh, They're closing. Jalen hurts. I don't care about Philly anyway. Yeah, but it's though yeah. Anyway, yeah, him. (laughs) One more before I go. (laughs) If people, if people look at Dallas, in Philly over the last Uh, three four years, right? Yeah, Dak has owned them, and I'm saying it on here for your Philly fans, say for your Dallas fans, for all them idiots out there in the national media, Dak. Owns philly don't get it twisted yes philly got him in the last one but we coming back and that's it for me philly. my man hey thanks a lot
5: yes sir appreciate you, big dog
2: yes sir you have a great one man i love your show
5: thank you sir why did he smooth over that I guess, like, just you know, the this, this the the speech back in the day was just, um, but not nowadays. You can't say that. Uh, he just no Vaseline. He just say he owned it, you know. Ain't gotta go that far. Uh, yeah, man. I don't I don't pay attention to the national media like that when it when it comes to to the over if it's like legitimate criticism. You know what I'm saying? Where we can break this down. That's a different story. I, I don't have an issue with that. But when it's the same regurgitated, clickbaity, uh, shock jockey, honestly, just kind of insulting my intelligence talk. I, I don't want nothing to do with that. Y'all can have that. That's 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 for play. That's the coloring book <laughs> with the crayons and whatnot. Y'all go do all that, man. Uh, But let's let's really talk. Let's really break it down. It's like when when the Kurt Warners criticize and whatnot on with their breakdowns that's different because now we're gaining something we're learning something from this as opposed to just and and Kurt you know he got a little bit of agenda to it that's why he's breaking down what he's breaking down but he's doing it from a uh, a place where we can also learn at the same time and I'll just leave it at that <laughs> Yeah hey look he has something on his mind <laughs> raw <Wrong. laughs> Hey, y'all crazy, man. All right. 202. Then we gonna finish with Twan and Nacho. 202, what it is, what it do, man. Scott. Yeah. Yo, yo. you hear me? Yeah, you was breaking up a bit. What's up? Scott! Yup, I got you. Oh, okay. Scott. Hey.
7: The most electrifying
5: man on YouTube without a defibrillator. What's up, David? I'm trying to do the people's elbow or the people's eyebrow. What's good, bro? <laughs> what's good?
7: What's
5: good? It's Jack Jack. Oh, okay. I mean, let me save you, Jack. I was wondering what was happening here. This Jack Jack, and and I want you with all all due disrespect, brother. To, you know, what I mean, let us know what's happening. You already know.
7: First, you know I got to check in with you. how you doing. You good?
5: Yes, sir. Man, doing, doing fantastic. Yes, we here next to the star, getting ready for Kent.
7: Oh man, I love it! I love it now. With all due damn disrespect, if they say Jalen Hurts is better than Dak, one more damn time, man. Now, is he a better athlete? Yes. Yeah. But is he a better quarterback? No. Mm. Dak is proven. Now, if they if he could do it, if he could sustain what he did last year, then I'll I'll, I'll give him that. But until he beats Dak consecutively, then you know it is what it is exactly.
5: just like that's, fair. Just said, that's
7: fair bro and just, and, just like, and just like you just said to your fact you know they do have an agenda but they 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 say these these gaudy things but they don't never present evidence you know what i'm saying they talk out the side of their neck but it's nothing to follow up it's nothing to suffer for us to hold on to
5: you hey jack jack did you see when uh was it James Jones? So James Jones was on one of them Jones, and, and they had a, a clip going viral about Hertz talk and Fields' conversation. Did you see mm-hmm. Shady and, and what's the other? Enjoy how when he was presenting mm-hmm. facts, talking actual ball, and not this this biased, emotional. I'm all about the Eagles yeah. shit. They 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 had yeah, no I, I, they had no legitimate rebuttal because and and look, nice. James Jones going get he gonna get kicked off that show, bro. Because when you come in with actual facts like that and in, in real ball talk, they don't want that on that show, on that channel. They want shock jock. They want value. They want ratings. They don't care about real talk.
7: And that's what. And that's why they got um. What's the what's the what's the guy with the glasses? Dave Hellman? Bucky. Nah, they got Bucky on there.
5: Oh, Damn, Bucky.
7: Bucky, Bucky. Bucky told told uh Lashawn that owns the division. He owns Philadelphia. Look at the numbers, and he walked off the set.
5: Yeah, that was kind of crazy. He
7: said, man. And then he came back and said, "Man, you know when people are talking fiction, I'm like, brother, look at the numbers. Yeah, look at the numbers. He's so stuck on Dak last year. He's so stuck on Dak last year. But come on, man, that was that was an abnormal year for Dak. Man.
5: You know. <laughs> let me just say this about the quarterback position in general. And, and and I'm we're just talking, y'all. I'm asking y'all in the chat. I'm I'm talking to you on here. And this ain't got nothing to do with just Dak because I I, I don't remember this happening with him. But I'm starting to see this happening in general. This the one-offs, the one years, are, are the, the like team quarterbacks are having like one crazy year, then all of a sudden they're put into this pedestal. Did did we eliminate having to be consistent at doing something and just remove Dak? Right, Re- remove Dak out of the picture if you want. If you want uh-huh. to remove your biases, right? Like Jalen Hurts had he had a fantastic year, but. What if he comes back down to the middle ground, right? Are we, Is he still elite right. the next year? or uh, who? J- Jared Goff. Jared Goff, one year removed, they was, was nothing. Now all of a they sudden Jared, Jared
7: Goff, line.
5: now Jared Goff a top Jared 10 Goff quarterback. To now, now, but, but, to hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not what I'm getting at. Here's what I'm getting at. Jared Goff was, was oh, a very mid-quarterback, right? And then all of a sudden yeah, he, he has good. a solid last eight games. Now he's a top 10 quarterback. Um, who, who's the other quarterback they're doing this with now? Uh, Matt Stafford, for his whole works. goddamn career, has has put up gaudy numbers, has been all this, and he wins a Super Bowl with a fantastic team, and now he's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, like, but like he, he he was on a losing franchise, didn't win many playoff games, wins his first playoff game, which happens to win a Super Bowl the same year, and he's a Hall of Famer now. Like, what is happening in 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 the media world where one season? defines you now and puts you on this crazy pedestal over maybe guys who have been consistently good, right? Yeah. So I just – I don't yeah. know if it's a media thing. I don't know if it's a, if it's social media. But right. I, there is nothing I, I, wrong in, in closing. There is nothing wrong with saying, hey, Jalen Hurts had a fantastic year. He's developing greatly. Let's see if he can continue to do it before I put him on this pedestal. Yep, yep, Daniel yep, Jones, Geno right. Smith, yeah, all these dudes, bro. Man, Horrible.
7: Their whole career and have a good have a good half a season. Cause he didn't cause, cause um because uh the boy in, in Seattle, he didn't start off good. Towards the end of the year, he started getting progressively better. But what about the seven years prior?
5: But, but Geno Smith been in the league for like twelve years. Geno <laughs> yeah, Smith been in the league. And and he had one good year, and all of a sudden there are quite literally people putting him in the top ten at quarterback and saying he's better than right. other quarterbacks who have been consistently good quarterbacks. And I'm, I'm not getting that's, this. Like, is it because crazy. when you make these lists, it gives you ratings? Is it – I don't get it, Jack-Jack. So it's just wild to me that – and, again, I, I think Jalen Hurts is a fine quarterback. But the fact that yeah. people are like, hey, it's Patrick Mahomes, and then there's Jalen Hurts, hey, it's crazy to me. That's crazy.
7: It's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, but my last thing, y'all, You when you and uh Mark was talking about Lamb. Hey, he 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 is he is a mix of Sam Williams and D Law. Cause he can stop the run. He's more athletic than DA, because DA can't stop the run. DA can't stop the run. He can't set the edge for nothing. That's why they always was running at D A. Now is he a good pass rusher? He's okay. He got you eight sacks. You can't take that from him. But at the end of the day, Lamb, ooh, he got a toolbox. And then I was telling Vox the uh, one show, now that we got guys, you know that in-game package uh, Vox always talk about, now we got endless bullets. We got endless people. Every time we take somebody off the field, yeah. we got somebody fresh that's coming at you. We got dogs. Yeah. And, hey, we we'll all do disrespect, Sky. If they ain't got it, bitch, tell them I got it. Hey, it's Jack-Jack, and I'm gone, baby.
5: My man, appreciate you, Jack-Jack. All right. in that there uh yeah yeah i might I, I push back a little bit on land i don't know that he's a run guy just yet i feel like he's out of developing that but one thing he can do is he can get after that pass so he got juice I, I, that was our uh, thumbnail yesterday he got juice so there might be there might be something there might be something to this da thing man because it makes no sense to me why he's not i mean doran's Armstrong ain't like that to not play he ain't like that and um th- you know dallas has a Precedent. They've done this before. uh Tristan Hill. Now this happened in the season. If you guys remember, Tristan Hill, I think he sat like the last game, you know, before he got traded, or last two or something like that, because they were preparing to try to trade him. They didn't get a chance to get a trade, so they just cut him. But I wonder if that's the case here. They're not going to cut Da. I can tell you that for a fact. I think they're going to try to get something for him. Um, and and honestly, because th- th- how loaded you are at the position, and the fact that Sam is on his way, if if not arrived, and then, you know, Land is here as well. If you can get a quality guy back in return, I have no problem with that. But if you're going to move him on for a pick next year, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. All right, man, we got two more. Let's let's get Nacho and Twan and wrap this thing up. What's good, Nacho? Oh, hold on, let me unmute you. Oh, man. Here hey. we go. What's up, man?
6: Scott, how we doing, man? Hey, listen, uh, I'm just calling in because I just wanted to say hello, man. It's been a while, man. It's been it's been a minute, obviously with my new schedule and everything, but it's all good. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's exciting, you know, as as we we come about the tail end of the preseason, the players that we're watching and and uh, our young players and sad note to lose, you know, uh, you know Overshown and what he could have done with our. Defense, you know, it's pretty obvious that the damn Quinn and our defensive staff had a role for him already, and he was going to be yeah. that type of a player, and, and now we lose him. And, you know, it hurts, even though he is a rookie, and maybe we didn't quite see him develop, obviously. But uh, uh, I think we're at a, at a point where I think I was hearing about some callers and then uh, watch as well, and I completely agree that, you know, we're going to have to be very diligent in terms of what we do between now and the start of the season, with uh, whether it's a, a trade or whether it's uh, any roster cuts, and we grab some players. You know, whether it's deck players, linebacker, maybe an extra linebacker. Maybe, obviously, our O line is still a little bit kind of uneasy as we look ahead. But uh, other than that, I I see a I see a, I see a great roster. Heading into into 2023 um, with a lot of optimism, um, and again, you know, as I've shared in the past, I stick. I'm going to stick with my guns and my superstitious bold predictions that this will be the year that we will we will get to the NFC title game, if not the Super Bowl, if everything comes out the way the way it should. Uh, in West-
5: uh-oh. I'm losing you a bit, Nacho, uh, but I'm going to let you go, man. Uh, appreciate the call, Nacho. Look, I, I'm with you. I, I definitely think this team is equipped, and in, in not just from a talent standpoint. I, I can't remember if it was a caller earlier. It might have been a caller. But coaching, man, I, I feel way more. I mean, and, and let me know, how do you feel about the coaching staff compared to the previous years even we had what let's say three of those seasons where you felt like hey man this something could be brewing here 07 14 and i'm gonna say 21 i say 07 14 20 yeah i went to the playoffs in 18 yeah you went no nine um yeah we went last year but I, I didn't i didn't feel like we legitimately could win the super bowl last year 18 09 let me but but 17, 14, 21, was, there was a different kind of feeling, right? But that there was a drawback to, but do we really have it from top to bottom? Can we overcome it? Is what I always say. This this go round with McCarthy now running ship, with Dan Quinn in year three, Bones Fossil, you you could argue this staff, and then the guys he have behind him, this staff from the the the, the top three guys you could argue going into year three is, is the best staff that we've had collectively y'all tell me <laughs> what parcels you know Ty bowles was on the staff mike zimmer was here you know things like sean payton but even then those guys are trying to come up these guys are established dan quinn has went to the super bowl won the super bowl as a defense coordinator mike mccarthy's Went to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl as an offensive uh, court or head coach, offense coordinator, play caller, whatever. Been to multiple NFC championship games. Has, he knows how to build uh, a culture. He knows how to lead a team, right? Uh, Bones Fossil, known as one of, if not the best special teams coach in the National Football League. And you've seen the improvements from, from a special team standpoint for the Cowboys since he's been here. Now, they got to go out there and prove it. They got to go out there and put it together. But just here, speaking August 22nd, I think the the talent and the coaching staff are matching each other right at this point and when that happens you usually see good things across the league man but when you're when you're asking one to over overcomp- you know over uh compensate for the other that's where things can get tricky when you're met with better when you're met with better man you're not always going to out talent somebody you're going to need your coaches to out coach somebody you're not always going to out coach you're going to need your talent to out talent somebody so i think there's there's this They've met in the middle, and there's this, this harmonic thing going on right now. And that's what really has me most excited. We've seen talented teams before. I'd argue we have not seen talented coaching staffs before like this. might say, well, well Sky, you know, Kellen Moore. Look. I think Kellen Moore was learning on the job. I think he'll be fine, you know, as is, he continues to grow. But you, I think we wasted years trying to grow with that, in my opinion when you McCarthy should have just been running his ship. So by year three, year four, whatever it is, he's already had three or four seasons of his offense rolling in this thing. Um, Jason Garrett was learning on a job. Rob Marinelli, very, very bullish on what he wanted to do. Completely did not give a damn about defensive tackle, did not give a damn about safety enter in Dan Quinn, Super Bowl winning defense coordinator by the way. Enter in Dan Quinn takes defense tackle serious, takes safety serious. What happens your defense goes from historically terrible to one of the better defenses in the league. So, you know, I think it's all it's all come together from top to bottom in a sense. And then you got the front office doing things they haven't done in years past to to also help those below them, it's it it does, and I, I know you hate this toxic time. It feels different because it is. It feels different because it is. They are moving differently than they have in the recent past, and I think it's okay to feel good about what this team can be. Now all, you can feel as good as you want. You got to go out there and play. Gotta go out there and play. One more, I'm gonna read the rest of these Super Chats, and we're going to get up out of here. I- I'm holding y'all too long, but I appreciate y'all. we we about s- almost 700 deep still. Thank you so much, man. Matter of fact, go ahead and hit that like button while you at it right now, man. Twan, what's
3: good, Twan? What's up, man? T- i come out here in a in, in row, man. I thought you was on vacation. No, you're taking a vacation from, from a vacation from home or something. It's kind of
5: like a staycation, you know, the, you know, shots out to the vault. And they put us up at the Omni right next to the star. So we have that access, you know, right here, as opposed to me driving down here, which since I've moved them a bit further out. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate
3: that. I'm like 15 minutes away from the star, as a matter of fact. I'm staying first. You so coming through? You know. uh, I might if I'm not busy today. I got, you know, I got to go gotcha. get my students and stuff. So, you know, nah, I always got to catch them. I got, got three days. For sure, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, uh, to expand on your point about, like, the coaching, but I really do agree with you. Like, for once, like, I feel like the team organization, as a matter of fact, is on the same page to a Mm -hmm. greater extent. I mean, and I feel like – and you're you're right. We should definitely feel good about it. And I really do – and as far as the coaching, too, I really do feel like we have a really talented coaching staff, Uh, especially what basically – Mike McCarthy, a decorated coach who's won a Super Bowl, a defensive coordinator who could be a head coach from another team. And two, the players have bought in. People keep forgetting about that. Like, there were so many times under Jason Garrett that where players would come out and kind of question the shit. Like question, what are we doing here? But the players have bought in. And that's a sign that everyone's moving as a unit. Everybody's
5: on the same page. And that's a great point, Twan. Let me say this: There's, there's probably going to be some point in time during this season. Everything's not going to be skittles and rainbows. There's going to be some controversy. There's going to be some frustration. The offense is not going to be clicking. Like we got 17 games, and these, these, there's some good teams out there, good defenses. There's going to be times where there will be, you know, be facing maybe the head coach, the quarterback, the receiver, whomever. They're not feeling good about something. But I have trust and I believe in Mike McCarthy being able to adapt and, and make things better for his players because he is very, very keen on players over system. I don't think he's going to be so damn stubborn when he's like, you know what, I don't care that Amari Cooper is talking about we got cover two beaters and he wants to be involved in the red zone. I don't care about that. This is what the system is. This is how we're going to execute it. I think Dan, or Mike McCarthy will say, okay, you know, this combination is not working. We can. What what you what are you comfortable with? What can we do here to fix this? And, and I think he'll be he'll do exactly. that.
3: Most definitely, and I agree. And I'm not saying that like in fo- it's football. Like, and I, coming from a former player myself, I know it's going to be heated moments. Yes. Not everybody's going to be famous. Yeah, but there's, I'm there's, saying in I think, I think everybody sees the bigger picture of what they're trying to accomplish, and I see that. Like in years past, I couldn't see everybody. They couldn't. I think players couldn't really see the bigger picture, or it was just they couldn't see it all because what we were doing as an organization, but I feel, like year, I feel like maybe they ain't respect the big picture. Remember defensively exactly. what happened with, uh,
5: mm-hmm. uh, what was the coach's name? Mike Nolan, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they did not get down with Mike Nolan and Mike Tom Sula.
3: Almost, oh, most, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a mm-hmm. 2020 yeah. was a year. I, I, I don't get it. But i uh back to Kevin, Joseph how we were talking about him. Right? Man, I'm really like impressed with his development. I'm not going to lie. I think people should really give him a chance too. like, Granted, yes, he hasn't really pan out to what he was wanted to be, but, again, it's Dan Quinn. I think he's really, at least, starting to hone it together. Now, he got to probably show one more game for me to really feel comfortable for me to him take, to take Marshall reps away from J. Lou, but if he comes back. But, so far, I say just let, let, let it play out. Let things continue to, you know, develop and see where it goes from there. And, as far as, like, you know, the national media stuff, like, you know, you know what it is, man. It's the star. We're going to get talked yes. about even the littlest things. It just comes with the territory, like Dak said. But, again... We have a quarterback. I feel that can actually, you know, do it and show it, and he's going to show it this year. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm. Ex-
5: I think this this offense is going to complement him and, and these receivers so well. Um, I, I'm. Ho- I would look. I would love for this thing to get off the ground immediately and just start firing on all cylinders. But I, I'm understanding that it's probably going to take a couple games to kind of get into that groove. Uh, but I think once it, it gets person. into that groove, man, barring any injuries up front or whatever, it, it's going to start humming. It's going to start humming, you know. Seeing that, seeing mm-hmm. these backup quarterbacks complete 71% of their passes when they were completing 40-something, 50-something percent over the last two, three seasons. and I know it's preseason, but that does tell me something. That means that the system yeah. is benefiting the Q and it's benefiting these receivers.
3: Yeah, it's, it's easier. I feel like – I think Will Griss says a little bit about how, like, it, it's kind of slowed everything down for him, even though he, you know, still makes mistakes and stuff. But I see the completion of oh, yeah. it's, like it's working. It's not that like, good, so they're,
5: like, they're not
6: having to think as much,
5: huh? 'Cause he's not that he's not as good as is, you know, a, a better quarterback. But oh, yeah. even him not being as good, yeah, you're seeing him still be, you know, complete at a high percentage because of the system, you know what I mean? Must have must
3: have. I'm still heard about my nigga uh, Deshaun Overshawn, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He's
5: in good spirits though, Think man. He in good spirits. He's moving around well. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um I, I w- when I saw him and then I saw Stevens, Stevens looked like he was hurting more. You know, he was he had he had a slower walk a, 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 Bit of a limp there, where Demo, mm-hmm. I was mad because I'm like, oh, he just moving. He he looked he looks healthy, but obviously yeah. it's not, man.
3: It's a torn ACL and it just sucks. Man, he may just be a warrior, man. That boy just maybe can hold the pain in or not. As a matter of fact, how you 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 actually get a chance to catch up with him because I follow him on Twitter. and You said that you kind of spoke to him, so I was like, yeah. Um,
5: yeah, yeah. I had a conversation with him yesterday. Uh, just we were just talking about. What could have been essentially? He was just like you know, it's just a small setback that'll make for an even more special year next year. That's that's literally what he said.
3: Yeah, man. That, yeah, that dude's special. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the dude just loves. Him. Like, it's it's I, really I, gonna be definitely. hard
5: for me not to to uh, overreact or, uh, you know, put put him, put him in a place that he he hasn't really quite proven just yet on the field. But it's just it's some players you're just like, man, there's there's a there's something to that guy. There's an it to this guy that, that he can be a
3: special player for you, man. Most of. Most of. And he has the traits as well. Cowboys are really – they drive talent. We got the traits, and we got the system for him. I just hope Dan Quinn can remain here for years to come. But, you know, we got to focus on this season, though. Yes, See sir. what happens from there. Hey, dog, appreciate the call, right. Antoine. for sure. Always, man. Salute.
5: Salute. Yeah, man, it's just certain players just got this feel, and, and, and he's kind of turning into that. Just on the field, before I even met him, just just, just watch him play. Like, man, it's something. What he was six plays in that game? Had three tackles right away. The game before that, he had like six tackles. He's leading the group. The veterans are talking about him in a, in a way. And, and then, obviously, if you if you listen to some of the, you know, not just the interviews, but the – the deep dives that the .com has done with him, he's he loves his game, man. He wants to be great. And the very first thing I said to y'all, and I'll keep saying, I, I you know beating a dead horse here, is that you know, after they drafted him and you kind of do more research on him, you realize, oh wow, this kid, he's going to figure it out. <laughs> Whatever they ask of him, he's going to figure it out. Not only has he figured it out, at least leading up to the injury, he surpassed that. He was he as as Broadus say, he had a plan. I think he had a role. I think he had a role, and I wasn't quite sure that was going to be the case because I didn't know how they were going to use him, given the room. But I think the whole LVE thing, it was it was like that because they believed what DeMarvion uh, Overshone could do. You know, at the very least, for 15 or so plays, I think that might have been a thing, man. But praise up for him, praise up for Stevens, um, and hopefully those guys get back healthy next year. Stevens is another cat. You know, I know we're talking about Demo a lot, but in, internally, in that room, they loved him. They, 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 they loved him, and, and they're bummed out that, that that happened for him. So, you know, i I'm, I'm, I'm just leave it at that. You know, next year we'll see what happens. But just know he was 100. That the whole conversation that we were having a couple weeks ago about, hey, Hendo, Stevens, that's real. That is real. And it's unfortunate he got hurt. All right, let me get to these last couple Super Chats. Wrap y'all for a little bit. And uh, get about it. Come on, come on. Where you at? There you go. Super Chat. Towboat Tide dropped five and said, no head coach has ever won a Super Bowl with two different teams. Let's hope that Mike is the first to pull it off. Hey, there's a whole bunch of firsts that have have happened over the last 20 years in football that – you know we thought maybe we went we might not see, but Coach Mike winning one here would be the first time that has happened. A, a quarterback winning a Super Bowl with two different teams hadn't happened until Peyton did it. Uh, hell, what's the name? Almost pulled it off too, Kurt Warner. So, you know, anything is possible. Dwayne Brown appreciates the drop ten, super chat, and he said, "Cowboy fans, stop getting upset when false media says negative about the Cowboys." True facts always come from new media. Our great content creators, great show. Hit the like button. Salute. Appreciate it, Dwayne. Yeah, I mean, look, I, re- I respect a lot of, of the national... There are a lot of national media people, whether they're saying negative things or not. If it's done, not in malice. If it's done, not for clicks, not for ratings. It's done with true work behind it. You can tell. That's easy. You know, it's it's the it's the nonsense that it's like, hey, man, if, if you want to... If you want to subscribe yourself to that, uh, by, by all means do so. But I do not because you're not gonna get anything from it, man. <laughs> no, I'm not tearing up toxic, but it it sucks, bro. It sucks. Because I'm I'm hoping, and and Pat brought this up. It's an ACL. We talked about it with Michael Gallup, we talked about it with guys like uh when it's Achilles and ACL, so guys like K Z. Uh, who's the other one? Hooker, Malik Hooker. Look, you can be back physically, but it's that mental hurdle. That's why it's usually the following year where, all right, cool, we back to, We back and good to go. So I'm just hoping, you know, from a mental standpoint, he's able to jump over it. And, look, I'm speaking selfishly. I'm speaking as a Cowboy fan. I'm hoping he does that. But if he is not able to as a human being, I understand that because it's it is it's a tough injury to deal with. Tough injury. Nah, Swain, they do not. You can tell. You can definitely tell on air. Uh, Sully dropped one. Super chat Says, skyrocketing with the same chain Red Grand- Grandmom- Red's grandmother gave him. <laughs> you going to cry in the car. I got the blue shirt on, too. It kind of looked like a, a Friday scene. The chain, the blue shirt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Overshown injury is gut-wrenching 100%. What I'm saying? It, the guru says if Stevens remains healthy, oh, there you go. Hendershot or McKeon be gone. Yes. I believe that. I believe there would have been some type of roster gymnastics that would have happened. I think that the example we were using the other day was you can cut McEwen because you can get him back on the practice squad a lot easier Ain't be able to get a hander shot, but but a lot easier maybe than with a hander shot because he has to go through waivers. So I do 100% believe if he had stayed healthy, he would have made this roster. All right, I think we good to go here. One more refresh. Boom, boom. We straight man. Look, good stuff. I know this is gonna sound crazy, but tomorrow I think I'll be. Back in the home st- studio and then Wednesday, back, or Thursday, back out here because I got some personal things we got to deal with in the morning. Um, so I'll definitely be still here giving y'all what we see at camp today, which should be a padded practice. Should be It should be a full-blown padded practice today, uh, a, a competitive one here inside the star. And uh, me and Vach will be on later. Again, not quite sure what time. So like he said, make sure y'all hit that. Notification bell for the volume and Vach Lombardi's channel. And uh, we'll be giving y'all kind of our preview to practice and just kind of our overall thoughts on, on the game, too. Because remember, Vach did the post game, but we haven't done the show just quite yet. So uh, we'll be having all these cool conversations. And honestly, we're going to be cutting up, too, having some fun. So make sure y'all do not miss that. Mo will be back on later tonight, uh, likely talking about all the, the practice notes as well. And uh, so make sure y'all tune into A to Z Sports primetime. And if you want to follow me, I usually have the ticker. I'm on Twitter, Ask SkyWalker still. So make sure y'all come through, all right? With that said, I usually hit this button. Let me see if I still got the button on this one, because this is a whole different board. I do have the button, Cowboys Nation. And I'm finna hit it. <laughs> Brian said, bubble wrap tyrant. Listen, I got PTSD. Last year Watching Tyron go down Yeah Hopefully we come back tomorrow Reporting good news Out there Good news Alright Love y'all man Appreciate y'all Stay up Peace not see a super chat Tom but I got you Tom dropped two and said give Rosie my regards
3: you ain't right bro you ain't right